What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Junction podcast. My name is Andre, and I'm here with my buddy Chase. And the central topic for today's video is why we get so emotional after training jiu-jitsu. I feel like I want to cry sometimes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's definitely normal to feel very emotional after any kind of, you know, major stress response, right? And I can't tell if it's crying because I'm happy or crying because I'm like sad or <laughs> it, it could be either one. It just <laughs> I guess it just depends on how your training day went, right? But uh, yes. I think that if if you're if you clicked on here because Probably sad. <laughs> because you're feeling emotional, you're either frustrated, angry, or sad, right? Yeah, for sure. So those those cuz most of the time people are clicking for well, I want to fix my problem and you know, crying because you're happy doesn't feel like a problem, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I've definitely been in the boat of driving home in complete silence, pondering my life, and this happens a lot when it's like that's a, good though. That's a good thing. You should you should do that. You should ponder your life all the time <laughs> with a positive slant when it's possible. <laughs> I'm talking about just like like shocked, like looking onto the road, like only only your nervous system is driving. What's, you know? uh, full Metal Jacket, maybe, is that the movie right before? Full Metal Jacket's a military movie, right? And the drill sergeant picks out a guy that he just rams all the time, and the look on his face all the time, and he's just like. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what. <laughs> and he's just completely dead to the world, and yes, sir. And you're just like. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll send you a video of that. Yeah, Gomer Pyle. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar, but that sounds like exactly what we're talking about. He ends about up shooting here. himself. It's it's pretty rough. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God. <laughs> it's pretty rough, but you can, the, the face, I yeah. understand. But yeah, so like it's very common, especially at the beginning, to drive home feeling very emotionally drained. And a lot of it has to do with the your body's response to all of the stress and people react different ways but i think most of us have this reaction at least some of the time right so like there's there's numerous posts and threads and memes about like the sad drive home after jujitsu and it's it's just interesting because a lot of the times we go to an open mat or something that's a very strenuous class and we're like at the highest high we're in the zone we're really like we're pushing ourselves, right? And then we drive home and it all comes down. Yeah. So we have this like emotional trough that happens as a kind of a natural part of any kind of hard training. Yeah. But God, it happens so much with grappling for me. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, it's a natural, to laugh for a minute, it's a natural part of life, really. Like you get you know, really highs, high, highs a little low comes after. Um, I really try, I have a love, I, I love rolling. I have a lot of fun when I roll. I try my best. Uh, to kind of keep it just null the whole time because to try to watch that emotional rise up and down. I think that's usually it. Um, with exhaustion too, uh, all your natural function, are, that's going to happen. There's no focus on it. So it's kind of like those are happening. There's not a lot of brain function left like you know, to, to do. It's just doing that. So that's why you kind of get – I think that's where the emotional state comes to because you, know, you don't have a lot of things that takes you to that. And we're talking about being beginners and coming from – you know, maybe a desk job and you're looking for a hobby. Yeah. When's the last time you, I talked about uh, two, two of the guys I worked with yesterday, said they've been friends for 36 years and it never went physically with each other and they got to roll for the first time. I wish I was there for that. He said it was like, you know, everybody was standing in their little circles rolling and it was like, <laughs> cross the mat, cross the mat. <laughs> he was like, but we had no clue what to do. Like, 
<laughs> yeah. If you don't have a, an upper belt guiding the role, sometimes <laughs> sometimes it, it ends up looking pretty funky. But like the, the, did they do the white belt death circle? Oh, he said it was like across the mats, across the mats, across okay. the mats, across okay. the mats. So they weren't circling. They were just uh, going everywhere. everywhere. Like, what? Oh, man. What, what do you think? Like 30 feet? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Funny. Yeah, all the way across the mat. Yep. But he talked about kind of like the feeling of just afterwards yeah you you're just when you deplete yourself like that you're not used to it especially if you don't have any like emotional um i guess uh, emotional training yeah like like meditation like that a lot of life can go by pretty easy right Mm -hmm. yeah and and you're you're putting yourself in a position where you know probably by definition you're stressing your body from about the time you touch hands you know your 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 heart rate's going up yeah you know your anxieties and then if it's new um, all the adrenaline, all these things are playing a factor, and that and stuff is going to go away. Yeah, you're not you're not used to dealing with that level of hormone dump, right? <laughs> like it's, it's there's just so much going on. And you're not used to. You don't get you don't get training and how to think and deal with high pressure yeah. physical situations in day to day life, right? But yeah, yeah. So it puts it to the test, right? It, yeah, it really. Yeah, it's good. That's why it's good for us, though. I mean, yeah. it's the the beauty in it that's the the heart in it you know it kind of puts you in places that on our daily life we can't go into you know i mean a lot of jiu-jitsu gyms don't have air conditioning i mean whose house doesn't have air conditioning right like everybody has air conditioning but i mean sometimes you choose to go into a jiu-jitsu gym that doesn't have air conditioning you know and you're putting yourself off you know just in these uncomfortable places and the rest of your life starts to look a little easier yeah everything feels soft after that right (laughs) yeah for real but yeah so like i think that like in in daily life we can get away with not having some of our things on point that we should and we will feel it more uh in jujitsu and i'm talking about general like stress control here like uh, not enough sleep yeah uh not having any way to bring down your stress from like your job um uh there's bad diet lack of fitness and then like as we've talked about before expectation mismatches and if you have if you're expecting more out of yourself than you actually will output god that is a whole lot of um negative uh yeah that that you can't you know that's coming from the inside it's the closest one to you yeah so like there's a lot of things that can make it more likely that you end up in this situation where you have like a big emotional dump after training and fixing any one of those things will show a pretty good effect in making the emotional drain after jiu-jitsu be more, you know, in control, yeah. right? Like, after after fixing my sleep, God, everything changed as far as the emotional. Like, I, sometime, like most of the time for me personally now, when I'm driving home from jiu-jitsu and it's an open mat or something that was really hard, right? I, I, I'm driving home and I'm feeling this way, it's usually because I got less than seven hours of sleep. Like, that's, that's usually what it is. Like, because when I, when I feel all of the strong emotions that go along with the after-training hormone dump, if it's, if it's, like, out of control or I don't, like, snap out of it in a few minutes, that probably means I need to look at something else in my life um, that has to do with the recovery process, both mentally and physically. Well, <laughs> I, uh, of course, like, um, and that's, that's spot on. Uh, but it, 
I tend to um, really try uh, to use that time. That's my intentional focus time, and I really uh, tried shaping the way I think during that time. Um, I, I think I just got through kind of pouring everything inside of me out, you know, and it's it's all there. I think that's the time that I, I fill it with good things. Mm -hmm. um, so I've really tried to use that time as like, man, I just worked my butt off. I just, you know, worked really, even if it was just a, a, a jujitsu class for the day, you know, I've put myself kind of in those uncomfortable positions and now I make the change. Like that's where the change happens in my head. So I really try to use that time and control those emotions, like and and really get a grasp on what I'm feeling. Uh, I think that's, you know, the spiritual way to look at jujitsu. Yeah. Um, and I really try to use that, that that time where I feel that way. Like, okay, why, man, that's where my head goes right now. Yeah. Okay, that's not how I feel, man. And, and really try to uh, dive into that. So I, I, I enjoy that, mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of that emotional feeling. And, and it, it it's not as emotional as it was it, anywhere near. Um, I actually, you know, it's a good place now a lot of times where yeah. I can sit there and kind of <sighs> and just let everything go. Um, so I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing once you kind of get a hold of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's ex experiencing emotions gives you a pretty good clue yes. into what's going on with you internally, right? And it's something that people sleep on. Like people don't look for um, reasons to feel positive about their negative emotions, right? <laughs> and and like you talked about, like you know, emptying and then filling up with the right kind of thing, right? The you can find so much clarity when you empty out your cup because uh, you're breaking you're breaking down all of these like mental barriers that we kind of train into ourselves over our entire lives. And when you break that all down, you get to kind of choose at least a path in the short term and like kind of have things you can you can find more clarity. Right. So it's not all bad things. Right. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So, all right, let's look at why jujitsu really triggers this response. Yeah. So, one, it's a combat sport. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, how many fights have you been in? You, you, let me ask this question. You've done jujitsu for how long? Five-ish years. Did you do any other martial arts growing up? Uh, one semester of martial arts. Uh, one, one semester of wrestling in high school. And... I, I'm a yellow belt in karate, so watch out, guys. Okay, yeah, well, I asked that. <laughs> how many fights have you been in? Maybe one that wasn't yeah. something that I, I instigated. <laughs> yeah, so we, we don't really, you know, you don't really get those physical alterations. Yeah. Prob probably the majority of people yeah. you know, watching you don't get, if you ask me how many fights, I'd be like, oh, gosh. <laughs> but I would say one outside of competition. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you're you're putting yourself in something that doesn't now. Maybe 50 years ago, maybe there were more fist fights. Maybe 60, 70 years ago, there I were more that. fist fights. Yeah. You know, but and there are places and people you know that, that, that fist fight all the time. I get it, but most people don't have fist fights. Usually, one fist fight is enough for anybody <laughs> yeah. to change their <laughs> whole yeah opt out. <laughs> yeah, so you, yeah, you're you're putting yourself directly into uh, the hardest combat that you've done. Mm -hmm. You know, the closest thing to a fight next to getting punched. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it's going to bring out, you know, that. Yeah, and and uh, it, aside from not having stress inoculation to the situation, like, it feels, initially especially, it feels 
like they're going to break you. <laughs> right. And and you have to just trust this person, especially at the very beginning, who's a stranger to not snap your shit. <laughs> uh, you know, like, of yeah. course, of course, there's going to be that part. Um, I also think that a major component of jujitsu um, causing that stress re- response is that most of us lack fitness and lack a proper diet. That's like yeah. a pretty well-documented thing. Most people are out of shape. I'm not in the best shape myself, right? So, like... Yeah, brain health, right? Yeah. You know, brain health. And that, that's... You gotta eat foods for your brain. You gotta eat foods mm-hmm. for your, your body to function properly. Um, but that's probably with anything, right? Anything that you could probably get running, you know, and if you're draining yourself of, uh, you know, nutrition and you're not eating properly, it's going to make you think unclear. Like, you know, it's, you know, it's a big thing in training. Uh, professional athletes is, what is it, the, the alpha brain? Um, yeah. and, and it's just for brain clarity. And that's to kind of get away from, you know, those emotional kind of um, lapses, I guess would be the best way, right? Emotional lapses. Because they're not true. The, the, the bad emotions you're feeling at the time, like, Feeling like you want, like all that stuff isn't isn't real. Those are just you've broken that wall down, yeah. You know, and you're susceptible at that time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, de- definitely, uh, people really don't think about fixing their fitness and diet sure. and sleep as being <laughs> super important, especially the sleep, <clears throat> especially the sleep thing. Why am I always so tired and then I feel like crap after? Did you? Did you eat lunch today? No, I was working really hard, and I, didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't able to take Okay, you ate a snack before you came to class, right? <laughs> okay, all right. What? And you got, well, I was hungry when I got done with class, so I got fast food. Is that what, kind of what you do every day? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no kidding, buddy. <laughs> no. All right. How, how much did you sleep? Oh, I stayed up late to watch Game of Thrones. <sighs> like, come on, dude. Like, Yeah, your brain's not going to work properly. You're yeah. correct. Yeah, if you're if you're in the like mm-hmm. so my experience with doing like white collar jobs is that if I got 6 hours of sleep and I was only doing my white collar job, no problem, pound some yeah. coffee, it my brain didn't feel messed up, I wasn't getting emotional, it was there's no problems. But when I started adding the huge physical stress of of doing jiu-jitsu and or weight training, Six hours wasn't enough anymore. Uh, I feel optimal at seven and a half, eight hours, right? And everyone's going to be a little bit different, but you're don't pretend that you're like the top one yeah. percent and think that you oh I'll make it work on six hours. Most the statistics say yeah, most that of you won't. that that's probably not you, no, right? Most of you guys will not. Yeah, and that's okay. Like just just prioritize the yeah. sleep. Like I'm still fascinated by the the statistic that if you get one more hour of sleep that brings you closer to your requ- actual required sleep total, it's worth $70,000 a year in terms of happiness. That's a lot easier than making an extra 70000 70, Yeah. So, like, get your sleep. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> right. so, uh, so we already went through um, sleep more, you know, prioritize it. Clean up your diet at least a little bit especially around training. Yeah. I'm not expecting you to just be like, okay, now I am a health guru. I eat nothing no. but the most healthy things. No, just, you know, clean it up around class. like Before and after. Before, yeah, before, timing before. is everything. I yeah. think of nutrition. That's yeah. There's a million different nutrition fads. They all work, but they're all outlined around like timing and 
that's really the key. I mean, it's yeah. nutritional timing. Um, yeah. So yeah, timing. You know, just something good before, something fulfilling after that isn't like your your post practice shouldn't be a bad meal. I understand. I mean, if you, even if you have to find some kind of nutritional shake and stuff to drink on your way home, so that you don't, you know, that's probably your most uh, convenient way, right? Yeah. Is to find you a good nutritional shake that'll fill that that spot. But you need to put that stuff in your body as soon as you're done training. You have a forty five minute window. Uh, to kind of uh, that that's your your goal is to get your nutrition in the first 45 minutes at least the the, the minimum yeah um, you know you find you a basic shake that's got a little bit of calories in it to kind of put stuff back in your body mm-hmm. some green you know there's a lot out there yeah i mean well, something yeah we're not gonna go super specific into yeah. it but like general rule little bit of carbs beforehand um a little bit more carbs and this is the for after training probably you can have i think that you can have a little bit of junky carbs uh there's actually like some science that says um that says that if you're gonna eat something abjectly bad for you like drinking a can of coke or something oh, right after like right a, right after training that's when you can have your garbage <laughs> right and that but you also need to make sure that you're hitting other macronutrients, well, especially the protein. That's where I've found. I think I don't uh, like that rule. Uh, your first thing after training should be the nutrient wrench something. And then when you get home, you can eat whatever in the shit you want. But you need to, like, it doesn't make sense to me. My body needs, uh, if I just depleted it of mm-hmm. all this stuff, why I would put a shitty coke in it first because then i'm just like putting sugar water in my tank and then i'll put good fuel on it later it doesn't my body needs it right after training and my body's going to say i don't want it to soak up shitty stuff right after training we'll do that two hours later when i get home and i fix food but i really think the most important part of recovery is right after that that's another oh here you could still have your coke no have your coke two hours later once your body you need that first round needs I, i firmly believe it needs to be that's where you need to have something. That's why, I mean, you can get a shake. Well, you can get a shake that has the stuff. Or, you know, a green drink. But you have to put those nutrients in first. And then the other stuff. But I, I would hate to fill a spot that's needed with something that's not good right after training. I don't know. I don't like that. Not a fan. Okay. Well, so my personal experience. <laughs> not my, a fan. My personal experience is that uh, I'm not saying go go smash six Krispy Kremes, mm. right? But that would be really good. That, it would taste really good, right? Like it's sidetrack. Uh, yes, <laughs> they did a tournament down the road. It was called rolls and donut holes, or something like that. Maybe I made that up, but it was a donut. Every at the end of every round, you if you were still in, you had to eat a donut. <laughs> and it was a money tournament, and I was out of town. If I wasn't out of town, I would have won it. <laughs> Probably. TFA, if I went out of town, I would have won it. <laughs> Why? It's donuts and roll, but yeah. Yeah. And please don't take my name if you get my name. <laughs> That's good. Roll is a donut hole. Yeah. Sorry. Back to yeah. where you were at. So, I mean, so in my personal experience, like having I'm, like having a Rice Krispie treat, one Rice Krispie treat after training – that 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 refills your muscles glycogen stores yeah, that's that's better. the that's the only time that like the really crappy sugars play a role 
better than real food. It just sucks them up. Because it just sucks them up. So, like, that's, I think that's where you should have your junk. But your junk should not overpower. It, you should not eat junk to the point where you're not going to eat the right stuff. Yeah. So, anyway. So, that's just, like, general. Clean up your diet. Eat, eat your, eat. I still think that you should, if you're going to eat your junk, it should be immediately after training in a small amount. Um, mitigating your emotional stuff, having mindfulness, breathing exercises, meditation-like activities. It doesn't have to be meditation where you're sitting cross-legged and saying, um, right? Um. <laughs> yeah, you can, you could go for a walk. You can, you can sit in silence, which is something that is really hard for people, but it's really yeah. good for you too. Right. Um, build your general fitness, you know, and set the right expectations and goals for where you're at. You could check out our podcast where we discuss this in more detail. Uh, I'll, I'll link it in the description and probably put it on the end screen here. Um, so do you have any closing comments? No, I maybe a little, I guess. Um, you, you just just didn't talk about you know meditation i didn't have to be you know sitting cross like i just want to put a point even during podcasts sometimes if i feel myself kind of uh brain going away during podcasts while you're talking i'll just kind of sit here i'll breathe a few times and it will bring me back to my moment yeah it's like even you know meditation obviously somebody says meditation that's what you think of but i mean it can be very short you know bursts where you're you're just clearing your head calming down and refocusing on the moment so i just wanted to tag on to that a little bit yeah, that do having the um, ability to do that during, after, before, wherever yeah. any activity yeah. is, it really helps. It helps to smooth out uh, the emotional ride that that your life is. Right. Yep. So sure. uh, it's definitely worth learning. I don't really know how to teach people how to do that. I think that's mm. so individual. Like you, yeah. you have to find what works for you that brings you into the present moment because usually when you're in the present moment, you're not experiencing these negative emotions that, and and the the emotional drainage that yeah. we're talking about here. Yeah, we could probably talk a whole podcast to him about that and things that come with it. Yeah, so, obviously not jujitsu related, but <laughs> yeah, it for is. sure, everything is. Uh, I mean, that's life related, but it has applications to jujitsu. So it's it's worth checking out if you haven't done this before. Give it a few weeks, and God, it, it makes a big difference in, in all of these, like, the emotional roller coaster that might happen after very stressful training, right? So check that stuff out. Anyway, um, we appreciate you guys watching. Um, leave a comment with any of your experiences, anything you want to see us discuss. Um, hit the like button, and we will see you next time.